And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk, guys. I'm your host, Theo. I'm your host, TP. And I'm your host, E-Rock. Today I put together a little road to war because we've been putting it off for a while and a bunch of shit's happened. There's absolutely no way we're going to get to even close to all of it. Right. And I guess a, a, a lot of it's just going over some articles I found, talking about it, shooting off the hip a little bit. We're going to... Go ahead, sorry. I, I was going to say, we're going to kind of focus on the Wagner fiasco that happened. Yeah, Wagner, and then, of course, the latest beyond that. That was at the end of June, and then there was a bridge attack. That just recently happened. That just happened, recently yeah. happened from uh, Russia to Crimea. Another bridge attack. Yeah, right? another bridge attack that, guess what? The Russians built in 2014. It's hmm. the longest bridge in Europe. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. We're, we're going to go over that. We I've got a couple... Or a fantastic CNN source on that, you know. So oh, it's yeah. going to be a fucking awesome because they're great. <laughs> they are the epitome of truth and media. Clinton News Network. Yeah. Old Ted Turner. So, on Friday, June 23rd, shit started popping off. And, of course, Western media went crazy. They, took a, they, they created their own narrative and just started running. Yeah. That there was a coup. Absolutely. It was it was really good for the mainstream media for like a week because they could just speculate, and make up a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, one of the guys on the Duran, which is a YouTube slash Rumble channel, who in fact I just recently noticed they had the foreign minister of Belarus on their show today. Or, oh, like, did they really? Yeah, like they're big time. Oh yeah. They said, or one of the things that one of the guys on there said is that what people around the world think happened is almost as important or more important than what actually happened. Okay. And think about that. The number one thing that our regime, and that's a very fitting term, Mm -hmm. particularly right now, want to do is destabilize Russia. I'm sorry, folks. Well, nobody's listening to us that fucking would disagree with us at this point. (laughs) But that that is the only thing that Washington, D.C. gives a shit about Ukraine for is A, destabilize Russia, B, balkanize it, C take all its fucking resources that's what they want to do yeah that's what they've done, tried to do everywhere else right why wouldn't it be any different there it wouldn't it would just be bigger because there's a lot more resources and stuff in russia oh yeah and just untapped ones by the way i mean think yeah. about this lake baikal in siberia i want to say it's in the, the uh, russian province of irkutsk in the east we're talking like north of mongolia okay 
it has a it's, it has a very large footprint. It's a very large lake, but the footprint I don't think is any larger than Lake Michigan. Okay, but that lake is so deep that it holds every bit as much water, if not more, than all of the Great Lakes combined. Wow. And what I'm saying is, is there's a lot of shit in Russia, man. That place is huge. Yeah. Resources, mining, yada yada yada, you name it. So. I pulled together our first, the first three sources articles that I have uh, is really a timeline more than anything else. So, starting with Fox News, published June 26, 2023, by Caitlin McFall. Timeline of Wagner Mercenary Group standoff that shook Putin's Russia. Wagner Mutiny rocks Putin's 20 year rule. Friday, June 23rd. Tensions erupted Friday, which had been in the yeah, 23rd. After Prigozhin, what's his Evgeny Prigozhin, mm-hmm. released a video on Telegram that directly contradicted R- Russian President Vladimir Putin's justification for his illegal invasion of Ukraine in February 2022. To, to call Russia's invasion of Ukraine illegal is so fucking telling of where these people are. Because you can make an argument that any war is illegal, right? Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It just so happens that you know, everybody else's wars get called illegal except for the United States. Because we're the good guys. It wasn't illegal when we went to Afghanistan or Iraq or Vietnam. Meanwhile, over on the Communist News Network. The world didn't come to the rescue of Grozny. He did exactly what he wanted to do. I mean, unchecked, he will slaughter people. Well, I mean, unchecked, he will slaughter folk, unchecked. What we did in Iraq was slaughtering people. Uncheck what we've done in other places. Well, but, Uncheck but, sir, uh, variety Dr. of West, other empires. Dr. Do West, that. Nation do really, states do that, though. No, brother, I, under, I understand. They're wrong. And when they're wrong, you have to pull up. You have, you have to yeah. point it out. I, I res- look I, again. I respect you. You know, I love you. Um, but I, I, I do either. think I do think it's inappropriate to compare the Russian bombing of Grozny uh, and what we witnessed there with. The, the war in Iraq. I mean, uh, to, to say that innocents were, I mean, innocents are killed. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the horrible things half happen. Half a million, half a million Iraqis killed, my brother. Well, half a million. Yeah, I, I, listen, I was there. I mean, I, I was there. You, I was there with troops. I, I certainly understand. I also saw a lot of Americans Absolutely. getting killed, and I saw, you know, the, the horrors of Saddam Hussein. I'm just saying, I don't think it's accurate to compare the pummeling of a city by Russian artillery with civilians inside, pummeling every single day with, with the intention of just destroying and flattening a city with actions the U.S. took. Just heard Anderson Cooper acting like Cornell West is stupid for bringing up that the invasion of Iraq was a problem too, right? Right. And how, like basically gave him the, how can you even ask that? All right. The only difference that I can think of is that Anderson Cooper of CNN hates brown people. Because that's the only difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I guess. So, yeah, the illegal invasion of you. I'm sorry to... Yeah, all war is bad, and <laughs> the Russians is so much worse than what the U.S. has done. The mercenary leader not only said there was no threat from Ukraine against Russia, but that Kiev had no plans to join the NATO alliance to take up arms against Moscow. He also claimed this misinformation was down to lies supplied by the Ministry of Defense to deceive Putin and Russian society. Well, that's interesting, because between then, the video being released on, on Friday, June 23rd, and now, 
Zelensky was at the NATO summit. Weird. Isn't that weird? Ukraine's not a member. Huh. So then why was he there? Uh, I think this is Fox News bullshit. Mm, okay. Oh, so where he was standing there and all the Photoshop memes of him <laughs> trying to write, he must be this tall to join NATO. Yeah, or nobody told you you were supposed to show up in formal attire and you show up in your fake war fatigues or whatever. I wear an olive drab shirt. We join NATO. We fight for freedom. Fight Russia so you don't have to fight there. Hey, you know He's what? He's a fucking asshole. He's a very good method actor, right? He just oh, is yeah. always in character. <laughs> good, good for him. No, I think he's doing... That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's got to sell the part, baby. Not that being a politician is a legitimate job. Right. Prigozhin called for the ousting of Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu. So, I think... Well, what he said here, according to the Moscow Times is uh, Prigozhin said about Shoigu. Shoigu killed thousands of the most combat-ready Russian soldiers in the first days of the war. The mentally ill scumbags, I think this dude is talking about Ministry of Defense leadership, Shoigu, okay. decided, quote, it's okay. We'll throw in a few thousand more Russian men as cannon fodder. They'll die under artillery fire, but we'll get what we want, end quote. That's why this has become a protracted war, said Prigozhin. So, According to the Moscow Times. According to the Moscow Times. The thing is, we've we've heard more than once, I believe, that Putin, his biggest problem is that that he's not a total hardliner. And there are hardliners in Russia. Yeah. To all of the people with Ukraine flags in their profile, the only reason that Kiev is still standing is because Vladimir Putin is in the way. Because Uh, if somebody else from Russia was in charge... Ukraine right. would be a fucking unlivable nightmare. Well, especially this guy, Prigorzhan. Prigozhin. Yeah. Prigozhin. He freaking, in the beginning, he was like, we should go straight to Kiev and, and raise it to the ground. Well, minus the raise it to the ground part, remember, that was what Russians were doing. They were just running and gunning for Kiev. They were leaving Ukrainian forces behind them. Yeah. And that was to pressure a deal. And it never happened, right? Right. Because the West and NATO got, particularly the United States, got involved. So, no, 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 you're not going to do that, blah, blah, blah. This thing would be over by now if it wasn't for us. And that's only for people that care about diminishing bloodshed. Right. (laughs) You know, know, making that lesser of of a problem. Hashtag me too, buddy. He insisted that it was not a coup, but he was going after the MOD. Uh, the Russian Ministry of Defense. Right. Lakhaim. Lakhaim. Saturday, June 24, according to Fox News. By early Saturday, Prigozhin said his forces had crossed the Ukraine-Russia border and had taken control of the military headquarters on the southern Russian city of Rostov-on-Don. Now, yeah, I believe that that is like their southern forces headquarters. I think that's the headquarters for it, Ukraine. Yeah, the, the Ministry of Defense abandoned the headquarters prior at least that's what we're told prior to wagner getting there so that's what fox news has to say we're going to go a little more international for this next one outlook india 28 june is where this is from russia revolt timeline how did the mutiny unfold what led to the wagner group chief evgeny Prigozhin's mutiny it's important to remember that wagner group is a paramilitary company like Blackwater. Yeah. I think we've mentioned that. Triple right? Canopy. Is that one of them? Yeah, that's another one that okay. 
There's a bunch of them out there that the Iraq and Afghanistan war Keep pretty popular there, yeah. Yeah. Just in our country alone. So this is just one of the PMCs that Russia's been using. Like we've said well, before, sure. we've said it on our show before, Russia has not even unleashed the full military might of its co- of its country. No. It's just private military contractors so far. No, and in fact, we're actually going to get to more of that. A okay. little bit more on that. Okay. Here, according now, look, India. What was the name? I love Indian names. Madhur Sharma. Friday, in a series of messages, Purgosian threatened an armed rebellion. Now, Fox News claims it's not a military coup. Outlook India claims it's not a rebellion, or it is an armed rebellion, rather. Purgosian claimed that Wagner will go to the end and will stop the Russian military of defense top brass's evil. In his messages, he questioned the invasion of Ukraine and criticized Shoigu for, quote, poorly planning, end quote, the war and embarrassing the Russian military, according to the Moscow Times, his words, insisted his march was not a coup. So, said it is an armed rebellion, but not a coup. I don't know what the fucking difference is. Right. But he also said that this was, they did that to show the Russian people what would, what should have happened, what what is possible as far as rapid deployment to an area and all the logistics involved and all that stuff, right? Okay, yeah. So 25,000 men. There are 25,000 of us, and we are coming to sort things out. Those who want to join us, it's time to finish with this mess, Purgosian said. Called upon members of the Russian military to revolt against their leaders. Join us march. We don't fight children. Shoigu kills children. He put 18-year-old boys against us. These guys will live and go back to their mothers, but we will destroy everything that gets in the way, the Telegraph quoted Prigozhin as saying. These guys took fire from Russian aircraft. In fact, they downed one, I believe. They downed a Russian aircraft. Wagner did? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is so crazy. This is really crazy. This carries a 12 to 20 year sentence, apparently, for Prigozhin, but as far as we know, he ain't in fucking jail. He's out free. Yeah. What does that tell you about Putin's restraint? Well, we'll get, we'll get into that through this timeline, right? Saturday, Putin was briefed around 1 a.m. about the attempted armed rebellion, according to ABC News. By that time, Prigozhin's Wagner Group personnel had entered the key Russian city of Rostov-on-Don, housed the headquarters of the Russian military overseeing the Ukraine war efforts. He claimed control that morning, the 24th of the headquarters there. There were vehicles, tanks, armored personnel carriers, and then the plan was to go to Moscow. Right. Which, I don't know, something tells me that that would have been fucking suicidal, but... For Wagner? Maybe not. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, 25... I don't know. 25,000 guys could probably do a lot of sh- fucking damage. Right. But it's Moscow, so there would be people there defending that city with their lives, even yeah. civilians, I Absolutely. Think, you know. And you can own firearms in Russia. It's incredibly regulated, and you have to have a safe in the house and whatnot, I believe. Yeah. But uh, I, I did. I talked to a, a guy from Russia, a refugee, right? This was like 15 years ago, but he was like, no, you, you can own firearm in Russia. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I mean, didn't think you could, but I don't think you can have, you know, an AK-74 or the new shit they're using or anything like that, probably. Well, that's bullshit. So 9.30 a.m. on Saturday, the 24th of June, Wagner personnel were well on their way to Moscow by then. During this time, they were targeted by Russian military aircraft, and there were reports 
that Wagner personnel had shot down a number of Russian military aircraft. Later, Prigozhin confirmed this. In his first reaction since Prigozhin's revolt began, Putin addressed the nation and termed the mutineers traitors, which is really interesting because none of them are in jail. Right. So is that just what we were told? There's a a number of different things, ways that this thing happened or not happened, but was going or, or yeah, happened and what was it, it was intended to do. Putin said that, quote, those on the path of treason, end quote, will be punished and termed the revolt a, quote, stab in the back, end quote. And he called the rebellion a mortal threat to Russia, which, uh, 25,000 men armed paramilitary group, yeah. But I just think that Moscow it would be like, they've thought about that. It'd be suicide. Yeah. Probably have fucking mines laid in streets somewhere. I don't know. You know what I mean? Just like, all right, they're coming. You know. Oh, yeah. So throughout that day, the 24th of June, the Wagner personnel had reached within 480 kilometers of Moscow by 5 p.m., according to ABC News. Was unopposed. Certain military aircraft attacked. And apparently there were helicopters being shot down by Wagner. They went to Moscow. The Chechen leader, Ramzan Kadyrov, who I believe we've talked about him before, that real that hard-looking mofo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was actually dispatched. He dispatched his troops to go kill them all. Oh, okay. Intercept is what they say, but come on. So it, there were apparently also reports that the Chechen for, uh, special forces by that time had reached Moscow and they were there and ready to back up the traditional Russian military, which is interesting. So 8 p.m. that night, Prigozhin announced that he had ordered Wagner to cease their march. Towards Moscow, yep. But at that time, they were within 200 kilometers yeah. of Moscow. So 2K, I mean, what, like 80, 90 miles or something like that? I mean, not far. No. Not far at all. According to Al Jazeera, the Russian defense ministry gave a message to Wagner saying, you know, they'd been deceived and dragged into a criminal adventure. He, Putin called it an armed mutiny, accused Purgosian treason. We've already said that. So I think the deal was, and I've heard this a number of times, particularly on talk radio, Glenn Beck, Clay, and Travis, that Putin offered these guys a deal. He offered Purgosian a deal. Like, hey, you're going to have time to come back to Russia Get your affairs in order, because this guy's a billionaire, right? Right. And then get the fuck out. It's for the guys, Wagner guys. Hey, you were deceived. You can come into our military. And all's forgiven. Go to Belarus, or you can go to jail. You pick. And didn't the majority of them choose to join the Russian forces? Well. Allegedly. I want to say that in August... And Prigozhin may have been pissed about this, is that Wagner was actually slated to be absorbed by the Russian Ministry of Defense. Prior, yes. Prior to the, all yeah. this happening. So you, you have read about this I as well. I heard about that, yeah. Which means they were going to be signing over all of their munitions, vehicles, arms, you name it. It's going to be Russian state property now. I don't know how the monetary would be worked on that, but you know. I uh, had an Al Jazeera article pulled up on that, too, and Al Jazeera is actually a good place to get some, 
<laughs> some different information. They're just as full of shit as anybody else, I'm sure, but you can get different information from a little bit. But uh, we already had the Outlook India one on there, which we're sophisticated here at IO Talk Guys, so we use international sources. Where it gets interesting is that let's go to this Yahoo third convoy. Since July 11th, it turns out at least three Wagner convoys were moving to Cell, Belarus. I think it's, I think it's pronounced Cell. T, S E L. Cell, probably silent T. I don't know. Cell. I don't know. <laughs> Belarus. Okay. And we have, according to antiwar.com, Wagner's training Belarusian soldiers in Asipovici, Belarus. Okay. Okay. You're talking like under 500K to Kiev. Both of these places are directly north of Kiev. Right. If you look at it on a map, no more than 500 kilometers, give or take. Yahoo News. Quote, another large convoy of mercenaries from the Russian Wagner private military group company was spotted in Belarus around 11 a.m. on 17 July, moving towards a tent camp in the city of Sel Mogilev Oblast. Quote, another large convoy. They Yahoo sourced that from Belaruski Hayun, which is apparently an independent Russian military monitoring media outlet. Quote, another large convoy of Wagner mercenaries is mo- moving towards Osipovici, the camp, the village, and the camp in the village of Sel among the M5 motorway from the city of Bob Ruisk right now. The convoy includes at least 20 vehicles, various modifications, UAZ Patriots, pickups, uh, construction equipment, buses, lorries, which is a really fancy European way of saying a bus. Right? No, a lorry is uh, like a box man or some shit. I don't know. I don't know either. Screw that. I'm not from Europe. Screw that English English. Another thing that I had heard is that how bad would it have looked right now, particularly in front of the whole world, if Putin would have mowed their asses down? Yeah. Bloodshed like that on Russian soil would have been a really bad idea for him. It would have been a really bad look for him as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, mainly, right? But I just find it interesting that this guy who was called Putin's chef is like, he's fine. He got all of his stuff. He was in Moscow after mm-hmm. this. His private jet flew from Belarus to Moscow. Now Wagner's in Belarus. Yep. They're training soldiers and stuff, and and they're training them directly north of Kiev, 500 kilometers. What's the conversion? It's like Uh, 310 miles. 310 miles. So, you know, a solid six-hour drive if you're going 70, which is really, really interesting. Because all we've heard from our media is coo, 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 Putin's in trouble, yada, yada, yada. And this couldn't have been, probably wasn't good. But I think he's still looking fine. In fact, since this, there has been a Ukrainian offensive, right? Allegedly. Just turned out to not be offensive at all. And Russia is turning it, potentially as of now, into a counteroffensive. Because... You'd have to be a moron to think that Ukraine's going to win this war. Yeah. We've been saying that from the beginning. <laughs> I, 
don't yeah. know don't know what to tell you yeah i mean you're at, you're talking people that share ethnicity with russians that speak russian yeah and that were shelled and put in jail and and whatnot for speaking russian and russia they're that the ties to ukraine go way deeper than the united states uh, being a country you know what i mean yeah absolutely thousands of years yeah and what's interesting too is we've we've covered that we've covered that but we've covered this as well is that guess what western ukraine they're ethnic poles traditional ukraine if you go back to our uh donald trump rally episode according to that uh, nathan guy that i interviewed is just very small and i want to say that i've heard mcgregor say this colonel douglas mcgregor he had a really interesting take on on this situation while he has the whole time so yeah i mean that's that's interesting how this turn turned from a coup to they're lined up on kiev right it's crazy almost like Maybe we weren't being told the whole real story. Like that was the the Putin smoke and mirrors, Pergosian play from the beginning, right? But play- these guys are playing forty chess. Yeah, I mean, really, they are. I think that we're actually probably talking, we're talking about more skilled and masterful politicians. I think, yeah. honestly, yeah, yeah. I saw that Queen's Gambit, <laughs> the show. Yeah, <laughs> was that the one gal that? Was a really good chess player. She goes, yeah, plays against Russians that are really good. Yeah, it was like a Cold War freaking um, big deal. Hmm. Oh yeah. They made a Netflix special on it. Or I just it came across it. Yeah, it was, I think it's like yeah, she was popping pills and tripping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's like playing chess on the ceiling before she goes to bed. I'm like, okay. It's that gal from uh, what was it? The Menu. I don't know. She, she really looks like a rabbit. Yeah. What's up, Doc? Like a. Taylor Swift looking rabbit. <laughs> well, I'm glad you finally decided to get in on the conversation, Iraq. Give me some ammo. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's true. Come on. It's true. <laughs> we got to give him something to work it's with. It's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Didn't Joe Biden just say they're running low on ammo? He, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Was, I was going to bring that up, too. Go ahead, please. Please do. Well, he let it slip in an interview. This is a... Well, he didn't let anything happen. Right. This is Other uh, than his son do cocaine. The Daily the Caller House. story by uh, Mikhail Burrow on Thursday last week, which would have been on July 13th. Top Air Force General in Europe warns the U.S. is running dangerously low, quote-unquote, on ammunition. Oh, no. Yeah, U.S. and Allied stock of ammunition have fallen dangerously low with no sight of returning to acceptable levels anytime soon. The commander of U.S. Air Force in Europe has said Wednesday, according to Breaking Defense, which would have been the 12th, right, of June. Perfect timing to send cluster bombs. Right, yeah. Well, that's the thing. We've been sending a bunch of shit, and then they're like... Apparently, nobody had a plan to restock it. But then again, (laughs) this could be also propaganda to be like oh we're running low on ammo it's a chess move we need to give all of these contractors billions upon billions of dollars to restock it all it's ridiculous maybe blackrock can help ukraine out with that when they go in and get paid trillions of dollars to rebuild the fucking place so that that air force general is james hecker and he said in here if you look at the U.S. itself, and let's not just talk about the munitions we recently have given away to Ukraine. 
but we're at roughly half the number of fighter squadrons that we were when we did Desert Storm, Hecker said, noting that the UK has seen a similar decline in its Air Force breaking defense reported. So we don't have nearly what we had at the heart of the Cold War. Like I said, that could just be propaganda to give to Russia and be like, oh, look at us, we're so vulnerable. Or it's true. Well, let's keep in mind, I just saw, I want to say it was like Revolver I scrolled, scrolled across today that another NDAA is getting passed and it's going to be like $866 billion for the Pentagon or some shit. Oh, yeah, because they need it, right? Well, this it's all, and we've talked about this before, it's all stuff that they're going to get paid to make again. Right. So, a White House official appeared to walk back Biden's comments that the United States is running out of ammunition when asked. They said, quote, The military has specific requirements for the numbers of weapons systems and ammunition we maintain in our reserve in case of contingencies or military conflict. A White House official said in an email to Fox News Digital, Everything we send to Ukraine is in excess of that. So, the U.S. is not running out of ammunition herself. Joe Biden wasn't supposed to say the quiet part out loud. They're running out of those that ammunition, and we're low on it. They're running out of those that ammunition, and we're low on it. They're running out of those that ammunition, and we're low on low it. On. We quote, <laughs> Was that another teleprompter deal? <laughs> but now the cat's Emphasis. out of the bag. One Emphasis. must ask whether continued support of Ukraine's military is even feasible on the con- as the conflict rages on. Here's the deal that nobody actually knows about that they didn't report about is that as Biden was walking that comment back, he fell. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting. And like we've said before, we it's already been noted during this conflict in Ukraine that both sides are being fed propaganda. We are, the American people are, the Russians are, the Ukrainians are. So who knows if this is legitimate news or if it's just something that they're throwing out there to try to trip up and make them think, oh, man, they're low on ammo. I should just attack them all now. Well, last, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr., he slammed Biden on Twitter last Saturday saying, last year, the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, called the use of cluster bombs as a war crime. Mm-hmm. Now President Biden plans to send them to Ukraine. Yep. It just takes a matter of months and what they need. Hmm. I, what Break down a cluster bomb for... Well, it's, it's, a, it's a bomb that... A cluster of bombs? No, it, it will it. drop, and then once it gets close to its target, then it, it, Bra- it breaks it apart. Breaks, another cap comes off, and a bunch of other little bombs come out, and it scatters everywhere in uh, a certain section, right? You know, I don't know what I don't know the nomenclature. I wasn't a that wasn't part of my job in the sure. Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's more you know Air it, Force and drop from planes and shit. Right? Yeah, but it covers a pretty good size, and that's the reason why they don't like using them because it, there's so much collateral damage. Yeah, they're not precise. They kill civilians and shit. Yeah. And then not to mention that is that oh by the way, most of the munitions leave behind some unexploded bomblets, which often resemble scrap metal or toys. Children are frequently among those maimed or killed by them decades after a conflict ends. More than 100 countries signed a 2010 agreement banning the production, stockpiling, use, and transfer of cluster munitions. Russia, 
Ukraine, the US and China, are among about 16 nations that have not signed the Convention on Cluster Munitions. Why do they hate us? Well, <laughs> you remember the war in Vietnam? War in Vietnam! Went into Laos and Cambodia as well. Yeah. And people, we've talked about this, are still walking on mines. Yes. And oh, by the way, the people that are hitting the mines in Cambodia, they don't have health insurance, bro. No. They don't have a way to support their family no. afterwards. No, they don't. And also, by the way, not to mention all these health defects that these poor people have been having from the Monsanto, Agent Orange, and Agent Purple, and all these other chemicals sprayed on their fucking villages. They're having all these children with birth defects. Sure, it's yeah. terrible. I've yeah. seen the pictures. I've read some stuff, and I'm like, dude, it's just it's heartbreaking. Well, I... Yeah, and I think that one of the difficulties with cluster bombs, too, is that, you know, sometimes whether it's a round of ammunition, whether it's an artillery round, whether it's a 500-pound bomb, sometimes they don't actually detonate. Sometimes they don't actually go off. Oh, yeah. Well, there you have just a bunch more smaller ones that are laying around, and you have higher potential for any one of those bombs that comes out of the general bomb will kill a human it, unfortunately, well, it now you've got something laying there that didn't detonate when it was supposed to, and now a kid's going to think it's a fucking soccer ball or some shit. That that happens all the time. The family of scatterable mines. There was an, there was the Russians did a bunch of fast cam mines also when they were leaving Afghanistan. Oh, and I think I said that on the show, or maybe just we had a conversation. But yeah, kids will go. They look like little boomerangs or something. So they'll go pick them up and then be like, oh, cool, and then throw them against the wall and they blow up so it's fun to these kids but sometimes when they pick them up they just go off yeah and then there goes your arm or leg or life you know according to the bbc cluster bombs are banned in more than a hundred countries well until fucking united states just wants to do it right that's it well once again though Nobody else in the world gives a shit about the Geneva Convention except for you can only bomb the US them with regular bombs. You can't cluster bombs. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you can only kill. People. Yeah, I, I, death by regular. Well, bombs. I think that there is an added level of that we explained with the cluster bomb of just how nasty they really are. Yeah, and they're like, they're terrible. Well, in this BBC article, it says the Defense Department official Laura Cooper told Congress last month that military analysts. Analysts, analysts <laughs> had found cluster bombs would be quote useful against dug-in Russian positions. Well, yeah, because so, uh, that would make sense because these guys are in a trench. So let's just carpet bomb the whole area with cluster bombs. You know they're illegal and uh, they they cause a lot of collateral damage. But they're not illegal if we give them to other countries to use. But right? We can really, yeah. we can really use them right now. <laughs> I tell you that that thought process is ridiculous that doesn't make well, any it's, sense it's a thought process of being a narcissist or, oh, or yeah. worse sociopath psychopath you never check yourself there is not a voice yep. inside of your head to let you know hey dumbass and, and that, some of us might have problems with this too right but i know that we could do it right hey dumbass you know check that no these are people that that think that by virtue of them doing it it is right you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with what they did. No. Right. They, and you're right. That is a narcissistic. That's like that. Uh, I, I shared that article with you guys earlier this week. We're out over in London at a, a drag show for kids. <laughs> That's at the wildest fucking park. thing I've ever heard. You can I go mean, look it up. This it's normal shit to talk about these days. But uh, Well, it's crazy. This guy was up on stage 
like a chastity belt on or something around his crotch with cool. his fishnets. Yeah. And he was using a grinding <laughs> wheel to like grind on his crotch. All right. What message is that sending to those children? What is that doing to their psyche, I wonder? Well, but, but people were outraged. They're like, this is horrific. And there was a, there was a big pushback. Oh, shooting sparks everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I said, I was like, did they give the front row safety glasses? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's kind of an OSHA violation, but that's you know, over in That UK. wasn't a WASP concert. Oh, I'm sure no. they have an OSHA no. on steroids but, in the UK. But get this. So the article that I read, they, they reached out to that individual... Uh, the the, the uh, performer and it said Colin Monroe was, who insisted to mail online that he believes that nothing he did in the performance was sexual quote my act is no different to what you might see on Britain's Got Talent from Lady Gaga on MTV or from street performer in uh, Covenant Garden this is deemed sexually solely because I was performing in drag so he saw nothing wrong with what with he did. With grinding there. his crotch with a okay, uh, a six-inch grinder. Wow, onto children, and there's nothing. Oh, they're calling it sexual because I was in drag. <laughs> no, dude, maybe because you were grinding your dick. <laughs> and and, the, well, and it he was sounds like, like you're coming. Go watch the video because he's like thrusting into it oh, to like. How is that not sexual? Anybody with a brain knows that. And, th- and that demented, deranged fucking lunatic has no place being around children at all. If you don't see something wrong with that, then I'm, you don't need to be around children. You probably shouldn't even be around anybody in society. You need to go up to the Tibetan mountains <laughs> and go on a spiritual journey and fucking learn something. Who are those guys back in, like, ancient Canaan? Like, right at the beginning of uh, this millennia? That were like, you know, no women, just men in in these. Well, I think it's where they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. Actually, it's like they're just they no women. We're just going to go out. We're going to live. We're not going to be tempted by these by these hussies. Yeah, by these hussies or by the flesh. And and uh, that's funny that you said that. Do you know what story I'm talking about? No. No. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Later. Okay. We'll circle back. Sorry, we kind of bunny chopped bunny we trailed. Bu- off we bunny here. chopped it. Bunny hopped. But getting back to our... This original, so... War is bad, okay? Yeah. uh, Who knows really what's going on with this Wagner Group stuff? I think that was a bunch of smoke and mirrors. If if there is no point behind it to prove from our side, we're going to get back to what we always do, and that is that the media has no fucking idea our media oh yeah yeah we don't know we're we're discussing possibilities yada 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 our media has no damn idea but and if they do they're lying well here's the other thing yeah they have no fucking idea but they're gonna tell you that it's the truth yeah there is a coup attempt this is exactly what's happening so unstable over there in russia those russian people are just ready to rush into the kremlin and take putin out no they're not because we've never been wrong ever yeah yeah well and then there was another attack on a bridge in Ukraine. Right. Remember in the beginning of the fiasco last year, they... Was that the same bridge? That, that, no, it was a different one. No, that's a totally different. totally different one. In fact, I have a clip. Okay. 
Over to Ukraine now, new overnight, two significant developments in Russia's war on Ukraine. Ukraine has now taken responsibility for an attack on the only bridge linking Russia to the annexed Crimean Peninsula. The full extent of the damage is unknown, but Ukraine says it will cause logistical issues for Russian forces who do use that bridge as a major hub for transporting resources into the territory. Now, this comes as we learn that Russia is pulling out of this crucial deal that allows Ukraine to safely export grain to the rest of the world. Joining us now is CNN military analyst and retired Air Force Colonel Cedric Layton. I want to kind of start for people who don't necessarily understand uh, the both symbolic and I think tangible significance of this moment. What does this attack show you? So the big thing about this, Phil, is that this is the connection. This is the most symbolic connection that Russia has to Crimea. They built this uh, back when Russia had annexed Crimea. Putin opened it himself. Uh, he was part of the dedication ceremony. And this is the place where all the Russian military forces uh, get their resupply from. Almost all of their resupply comes this way. Some of it comes this way. But for the most part, this is the area that uh, is really important for the Russian resupply effort for the entire war in Ukraine, especially the southern front. So do you feel like this will have a tangible impact in terms of logistics and resupply? Absolutely. It will have a, a significant impact. And, you know, the, one of the big things about this is this is the only link between Crimea and Russia that uh, actually exists. It does supply, as I mentioned, all the military supplies, the fuel, the goods, all the things they need. All the Russian forces get this. It is also the longest bridge in Europe. It's uh, over 10 miles long for the road portion, over 11 miles long for the rail portion. And it does both, of course, rail and road traffic. Now, when you look at the damage right here, you can see uh, uh, this would be a major cause of, of delays. Uh, that split right there makes it impossible for road traffic to continue. And the big thing here with this, Phil, is that uh, if they can't get this operational, it's going to really stop the war effort for the Russians. They're going to have a heck of a time maintaining their position in the southern front. It's also interesting, I think, in the terms of the timing, right? We knew that the, there was a deadline for the longstanding grain deal, which I think is critical really for the entire world's food supply which was supposed to expire, Russia has already said they are pulling out even before the expiration. Do you think that timing is connected? And what does that mean more broadly? It does. I think it is connected. And what it means broadly is that all of this is going to really have a problem when it comes to stabilizing global food supplies. I, with this expiring today and the Russians not renewing it, we can expect prices to go up not only in parts of the world like Africa or Asia or even Europe, but also here in the United States, because the global food supply is completely interconnected, and that's going to have a major impact on everything that that happens here. So uh, that's ridiculous. Well, uh, why? Why? Yeah. Well, for one, if Ukraine was worried about the getting the grain and shit out, then maybe they shouldn't have sabotaged that bridge. Yeah, because wasn't the deal? That's one thing that I was going to say, TP is that the deal was set to expire on Monday, but Russia was going to go ahead with it. Right. Right? Yep. So that, yeah, Ukraine, for people that don't know, Douglas McGregor, Colonel Douglas McGregor explained this on um, Valutainment. I can't remember the guy's oh, name. Yeah. David. Patrick. Patrick Bet David. Yeah. Patrick Bet David. Bet David. Yeah. Yep. Uh, obviously Great. an incredibly successful He's a pretty good interviewer. And, and you know what? He, uh, he's he got some great content out there. Yeah. It'd be cool for the Iowa Talk guys to get a hold of his ass. Yeah, he might not be uh, looking down that far. <laughs> he might, though. I, <laughs> I mean, no, hey, I know. He started not, off just like we did from the bottom right. and worked his way up. You're so. right. I'm not. I'm, I, 
I, we got to be a little self-deprecating, right? Right, but stay humble. Yeah, yeah, stay humble and understand that he's a uh, he's he's up on a level that oh, we're not. Is. But I think he he's a yeah. I think he's a good guy. He's got great information. And anyway, Ukrainian farmland, according to Douglas McGregor, it's like Iowa or better. Mm-hmm. Some very fertile soil. There. Yeah, plant anything and it's going to grow. They say. Which is interesting too, because that could like if if Russia gets booted out, there I'm sure there are a ton of American corporations ready to go in there. Fuck Monsanto or Bayer and Cargill. Well, they're not necessarily American, right? But <clears throat> you get my drift. Yeah. Uh, to quote Joe, Joe Biden, yeah, Joe Biden. To quote Joe Biden and all of his cronies and all the people that he circles around with, let's just call them the New World Order. Yeah, because that's not my word. That's theirs. They're the ones that use that? Yes. And say that it's a conspiracy theory <laughs> right. when we say it? It is a big idea. A new world order. Right. Yep. Uh, that, that would be perfect. And so Ukraine has uh, a lot of food production capacity. And don't you think that for how evil of a genocidal maniac Vladimir Putin is to even entertain the idea to allow... Ukraine to export their grain says something completely otherwise. But that deal came to an end because this bridge got whacked. So I don't know what old Dick Piano coked out Zelensky thought was going to happen bombing the bridge other than he got what he wanted. And that's more chaos and death because he can probably buy another villa somewhere, I don't know, in Tuscany or some shit with that money. But what about Russian grain? Now, hold on. Since the beginning of this, haven't there been sanctions on Russia the whole time? Like, they're not supposed to export anything or yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But yep. Yep. What, so what about their grain? Ukrainian, Ukrainian grain is so important. So Russia pulls out of the deal because their bridge gets sabotaged. You just heard all about it. But there's they're still the asshole just for pulling out of a deal. I, I don't get it. I don't get that argument. That argument doesn't make sense to me. So Russia makes it ton of grain ukraine as well and apparently ukrainian grain is more important than russian grain but they well, had yeah i mean russia had the <clears throat> sanctions on them it's gonna affect europe more than it is america unlike that what that clip said i thought they said africa sure well, yeah, yeah. Of course, africa. Africa. we care so much yeah well <laughs> our government cares so much yeah, yeah yeah but the other thing with that is is uh here in america it doesn't have to necessarily affect us you want to know why because we can grow our own yeah yeah. And we've done it before. Once again, I'm all for yeah. shutting the borders and doing everything in home, in house. Absolutely. Homegrown food, homegrown everything. And we have the resources to do it. We did it back in the 40s. Right. The 30s and the 40s. Yeah. So there's, it's completely ignorant to think that we won't do it now. The main reason why globalization came about and trading, making treaties with these other co- uh, countries is to help prevent another world war from happening. Well, that was the, what they said. Yes, that's what they told us is that they're like, we want to do this. Yeah. If we're all relying on each other, then we're not going to fight each other. I think it was peace through our superiority, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, the U.S., you know, came in. Tell everybody the official story. We won both fronts. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, back to back World War champs. I just, yeah, right, yeah. I, every time I see that T-shirt or bumper sticker, I just want to slap somebody because <laughs> uh, the Russians lost 
tens of millions of people. Yeah, and if the Russians, if Hitler hadn't turned on Russia, then it'd be a totally different story. Historians now have that they admit like there's no way that the Allied forces would have been able to win the Second World War without the help of Russia. No, absolutely not. Period. Period. Why was there nobody in the West? Yeah, and then what was his dick? What's what was our president at the time? Was that uh Roosevelt? Yeah, the married into Rockefeller Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah, and he was such good buddies with Joe Stalin. He was calling him Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Yeah, which got Churchill super butthurt. Yeah, <laughs> Churchill's his own story. Yeah, he that guy's a freaking maniac. British aristocrat, half American. Oh yeah. my queen with my dick. Much love to our. UK listeners. Yeah, we got actually we, a couple of them. We love you guys. Yeah. But we're going to make fun of your government just like we make fun of our own. We know why? Because we know you make fun of your government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like you make fun yeah. of ours, and we're all happy about it, man. Yeah. And your king is a fucking pedophile piece of shit. What a... <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> that dude is a complete joke, man. Just like, That dude takes himself so damn serious. The entire royal family... Is yeah. a complete joke. It really is. And that's another thing why I thought was interesting when the queen died. Everybody in America was like, oh, God, the queen is dead. <laughs> and we're like, why do we give a shit? Don't you guys remember we beat the fuck out of them back in 1776? Well, France helped. But yeah. Germany helped, too, in some spots. You don't hear much about that. But anywho, I regress. So getting back to... I- I did want to finish up with one last article here to, yes. to round the show off, and then we can bullshit or cut it off. Well, or I, got, I got one more to bring up after that. Perfect. So. This is according to Newsmax. <gasps> Tuesday, 18 July 2023. Don't have a name. Russia targets Ukraine ports in, quote, mass revenge strike. Well, that was a pretty impressive bridge. Well, is it really revenge when it's war? <laughs> no. No, that's a it's t- just tactical, killing each other. Yeah, tactical decision. And the gentlemanly war bullshit is something that guys like yeah. fucking Churchill talk about. Oh, do they use the, a cluster bomb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the U.S. government would call that a tactical strike. Yeah. yeah. There was a little bit of collateral damage, but who cares about collateral damage? Yeah. Since when has the U.S. really given a shit about collateral damage? But anyways... Russia's defense ministry said on Tuesday it had hit military targets in two Ukrainian port cities overnight in what it called a, quote, mass revenge strike. A day after an attack on the Crimean Bridge, which it blamed on Kiev. Kiev, as as the former Vice President Joe Biden would put it. Kiev. The ministry said it had struck Odessa, where the Ukrainian Navy has a facility, and Mikhailov. I've heard of that, yeah. On Ukraine's oh, yeah. Black Sea coast. Yeah, Mikhailov, that's... Like on the southern port. Ukraine, yeah, yeah it's a big on, port on, well, city. of course, because the Black Sea is on the southern, but yeah, Crimea is right there. The armed forces of the Russian Federation carried out a mass retaliatory strike overnight using precision-based sea weapons against the facilities where terrorist acts against the Russian Federation were being prepared using unscrewed boats, the ministry said in a statement. Wow. Unscrewed boats? Yeah. Uncrewed boats. Uncrewed boats. Uncrewed boats. 
I was going to say, what the fuck's wow, an unscrewed what a boat? Idiot. Well, I was going to say <laughs> one without a screw, yeah. which means that it's not powered, so they were trying to go in is it quiet. Made of, is it made of titanium and carbon fiber? It's a little dingy. There was some paddle on it in there. They got Titan subs equipped with freaking Yeah. <laughs> I'll take muscles. that. I'll take that one. <laughs> I deserve it. The hey, it's all right. Jeeves Jeev, got me on the last episode, so... <laughs> In addition, storage facilities holding around 70,000 tons of fuel used to supply the Ukrainian military's equipment were destroyed. Hmm. That's quite a That's bit pretty of fuel. good. Yeah, that's actually uh, that's detrimental to logistics. But don't worry. I'm sure the United States is going to give them some fuel. From our reserves? Why wouldn't they? Oh, wait. Those were depleted. Yeah, dwindled down. We had a show about that last year. No, nineteen eighty, freaking. Yeah, no plan to replace. Yeah, and we have sounds like possibly more than anybody else. So once again, uh, United States coming in with that long term preservation, right? Sort of strategy because you know over the last sixty years, all these long term solutions and countries has worked out flawlessly. Right. Right. For the United States. Yeah. <laughs> We've Americanized all of them successfully. Yep. Look at Vietnam. Might as well just be uh, California. Right? Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes to fucking Vietnam. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> well, you're right. Not these days. They're doing really, really well. But, yeah, for the most part. But anyway, so, yeah, that's interesting. Another article I wanted to bring up just real quick. Because I, I saw this uh, the other day, and uh, this is a AFRU.com article titled, Conspiracy Theorists Keep Getting Things Right. Experts Warn, That's Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I bet they do. And this is, the, the article's by AFRU staff. It doesn't even have a name on here, but... It, the subtitle is not just online anymore. Dangerous movements like Freedom Convoy are fueled by conspiracy theories, and when those theories are correct, it legitimizes them. That's fucking oh, weird. Wow. <laughs> That's cruel. Oh, thanks for explaining that to me, because I had no fucking idea. That's how it went. <laughs> and Yeah, thanks. Yeah. About his intelligence, Kamala Harris with her fucking my, AI stands for artificial intelligence. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, to continue this article, in a world increasingly dominated by sensationalism and misinformation, <laughs> conspiracy theories have found fertile ground to flourish. Dismissed by many as the ramblings of paranoid few, these theories have long been relegated to the fringes of society. But the experts now warn that they are witnessing the emergence of a new threat vector. Conspiracy theorists being proven right. Whoa. Of course that would be a threat to the fucking establishment. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. This is fucking insane. Only when you can poke holes in their entire story and Only they, you find out that they either A, lie, or they're too stupid to not be able to find out the truth and just repeat shit. Right, right, right. So uh, the article continues. The exposure of government surveillance programs like PRISM, which we should do a show on that one. Okay, yeah. The revelations surrounding the secret experiments of MKUltra, which we did, and the acknowledgement of covert military operations like Operation Gladio, which that'd be another one to go over. Yeah, we, that's a good one. Has all served as a sobering reminder that conspiracy theories are not always baseless. Oh. Hmm. Really? I wonder... Huh. 
You know, I'm going to gloat just a little bit here, even though I shouldn't. Uh, I wonder why I thought that I was right for a little bit. Hey, it it, it wasn't necessarily self-confidence. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but darker still, we've even learned that U.S. government experimented with syphilis on black folks and were the ultimate cause of high rates of STDs among non, non-white populations. Oh, oh, my goodness. Like the Tuskegee experiments? The Tuskegee shit? experiment, yeah. yeah. Which, once again, why are black Americans fucking even listening to the, the government? The white masters. Like, I, I think that we probably hate the white masters more than them at this point. Probably. <laughs> but, hey, y'all need to take a note from the Native Americans because they're like, fuck you guys. We're not... Yeah. We're not listening to you. I mean, kind of no wonder they just hate every white person that comes around. <laughs> right. Right. So, it said, more recently, the lab leak theory regarding the origins of COVID-19 pandemic has yet again sparked totally unnuanced conspiracy theories were right discourse. Came from China. China. I, yeah, I'm going to add to that real quick because it actually just was reported on today as we, we record, which is Wednesday, the twenty, the nineteenth, or the nineteenth. Yeah. That even though it was a conspiracy theory that gain of function research was being funded by the United States in Wuhan, it's conspiracy theory, right? Gain of function. Yep. The Biden administration canceled funding the virology lab in Wuhan today. Weird. So. Well, here's... Gosh, we're giving more ammo to these conspiracy theorists. We need to stop it. They're dangerous. Yeah. While initially the lab leak theory was clamped down on for being a dangerous conspiracy theorist, the hypothesis has, more or less, by random choy, a random chance... Random choy? That sounds like a really good Chinese dish. By random chance, been the one to recently gain traction in expert opinions. And while the true origins of the virus remain unclear, the fact that a modern conspiracy theory could potentially hold elements of truth has raised alarm bells among guardians of democracy like journalists and experts. Dude, you cocksuckers keep fucking proving these conspiracy theories right by... Lying in the first place? Yeah, not telling the whole truth for some stupid fucking reason. And crafting a damn story? Yeah. Instead of just telling the truth right away? Well, we can't tell you the truth. You can't handle the truth! Well, just like last episode when we talked about the sound of freedom and how they're calling out, you know, it's all conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's, it's QAnon dads with brainworms porn. Dude, Outrageous. Dude, uh, we were, uh, we went on a family trip down to Panama City Beach a couple of years ago for spring break, and uh, we were like the only house on the beach. On the beach like within a vicinity right except for there was one more next to us so only two houses and then it was just like all high rises around us and there's all these college kids from georgia oh you told me about that yeah, yeah. not the university the florida of georgia. georgia line ki- kids right <laughs> no oh, yeah it was, it was like southern georgia i think yeah and uh i'm talking to these guys and one of them's like we're, t- we're getting in deep to the shit right and one of them's like yeah well conspiracy theories just term that was invented by the CIA anyway. Yes, it was. There's after the kid, Kennedy assassination. There's a kid that hasn't even graduated college yet, which, oh yeah, I'm one of those, except not a kid. But, uh, <laughs> but okay, I'm going to assume he's wrong, that conspiracy theory wasn't invented by the CIA, yada, yada, yada. But look at how th- that term functions. We've mentioned this in shows before as well. Yeah. It gets... 
It is a trigger. It's a switch, and it shuts people off, man. Absolutely. And everybody has, almost everybody, I, I've, I've talked to multiple people about this. I've traveled a lot. These guys, when you ask somebody, what do you, what's the first image that comes to your head when you think yeah. conspiracy theorist? Yeah. And almost everybody has the same image of a guy sitting down in his parents' basement with a tinfoil hat on right. on the internet. That was one of our collab shows. You said that I think, and I've been saying it for years. I'm, right? You yeah, know, of course. But it's true. It, but that's not by accident. No, we were pre-programmed to have that ideal, that image in our head when you think of conspiracy theory. There are no coincidences. Just rings more and more true every day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's what we're doing here, man. Yeah. Uh, so go check out that article on AFRU.com. It's it's pretty wild to read through. I was just I was just blown away. I'm like, how could you sit here and write this and then like just be like, I'm I'm a good boy. I am completely wrong and off base, and that means that other people are the problem. Right. We better listen to the experts. That. Just like the experts said, two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. You right. guys remember yeah. that shit? Yeah. 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 That just ended in March. The two weeks from three years ago. (laughs) By two weeks, we meant three years. Right. Sorry, we were a little off, but trust us, we're the experts. Which hindsight is 2020, and we know exactly what COVID was now. Yeah. I'm working on something with that about the... uh, We're working on a show for that. We'll just say we got something coming in the future. We're working on all kinds of shit. You got a message from somebody. Yeah, I got a message from somebody to do a collab. Talking to this guy that... uh, I misnamed on accident. Like, dude, we're just drinking water through a fire hose here. We really are. Yeah. On this podcast. You know, go to work and then try to make this work. Family and all that. We are just like... I mean, it's... Not not, we're not complaining or anything. It's just like we're trying to make this work. And there's so much news. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. There's the, so much going on. There really is a 24-hour news cycle. It's just like who's trying to control it. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's what's scary. That's, I guess, why we're here. Try to counter that. Well, like I've said before, it's a, it's a war for your mind, soul, and, and, and body. It right? is. And that's where they get you with the war on the mind is 24-hour news. Let's keep you in fight or flight mode for fucking ever. Cortisol. Let's keep injecting these people with cortisol. Yeah. Let's get let's get or their own body to just release cortisol. Well, and then no wonder these women are having miscarriages all over the place and stuff because their bodies stressed are, out yeah. all the time and shit. Fuck yeah, your body. And then especially during the COVID era, when there you can be with your spouse, you're in this room, the doctors aren't listening to you. You know the the mom's getting upset and stressed out. And fortunately, uh, around the area that we live, we have some pretty good hospitals. Pretty decent doctors for the most part, not all of them. Yeah, really good nurses. And uh, when we, when I had my son in, in 2020, we were very fortunate that we had an excellent staff. That uh, Theo's wife recommended the staff to us, and she was not wrong. They were fantastic. We I was very fortunate because shortly after that, that was in 2020. Shortly after that, that's when they weren't allowing the spouses. To be in the rooms with them, or be in there at all. Right. It was just or the even mother. when, or even when the their the spouse was dying, that, yeah. that happened, right? Yeah, that happened a lot all over. And over what though? Why? That's coming out now. If I had a family member die in the hospital because of a ventilator and all this shit, and I couldn't be with them. You know what I'd be doing right now? I'd lawyer up. That'd be me personally, because I'm a vindictive asshole. Somebody's thought of it. Oh, I'm sure there's yeah. 
hey, that's why these doctors pay for their malpractice insurance, right? But I don't know if they could even get away with it, honestly. Like, we'd have to talk to a lawyer about that because... But it wasn't laws. These were FDA or That's CDC it. mandates, so it wasn't a fucking law. Which so what I'm technically, s- I think you should be able to sue the shit out of them. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But my point is is that public opinion, you've heard of a trial by public opinion or whatever mm-hmm. the hell. That, yep. Dude, make the lie big, make it simple, keep saying it, and eventually the people will believe it. Yeah, that was Hitler. And then you're cool. not even... Uh, it's actually... I think it, it, it can't actually be... Sourced. Just to him, yeah, but he... I heard it was from Goebbels, but... Which, same thing, right? Yeah, he was the one well. writing everything for Hitler. It came anyway. out of the fucking Third Reich, let's just say that. But uh, it, there's enough people that are just so lost right now that, that uh, can get away with it. These folks can get away with this shit. Yeah. But that's, but that's why we're here. Because we're trying to buck this tide. We're trying to obstruct that trend, and we're trying to, as Charles McKay wrote in, um, what is it, Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Men, it has been well said, think in herds, it will be seen that they go mad in herds, and only do they regain their senses slowly and one by one. So, yeah, that's what's so hard right now. It's just what very few people are going to wake up. Might not even happen. Well, and I, I said that too at the beginning of coronavirus and stuff. I'm like, you need to, I, you know, I've told a bunch of people, if you don't have a firearm to protect your family, you might want to do that. Because uh, when, one, when, when one human being is scared, it's, uh, it's okay. Hey, you know, yeah. you can deal with that. But when a group of human beings are scared and a herd, they are unpredictable, 100% unpredictable, yeah, and you don't know what's going to happen. Even one person that is that you might underestimate can be very, very dangerous if they are scared. That's true, too. Yeah. There's been a lot of stuff. You know, police going to do... Adrenaline uh, and some superhuman shit. Just, yeah. There's been there's plenty of times where police officers go do a wellness check on an individual because their family's worried about them and they're acting, you know, crazy. And then the officer ends up getting killed, yeah. you know, because this one individual scared and off their meds or not that they should be on meds. Probably the meds that they were given was a reason why they went fucking crazy. But, but we are not, not professionals. Yeah. That's just a theory. <laughs> all I know is that uh, I'll tell you this. All my uh, brothers in the Marine Corps that were on medication are no longer with us. That you knew about at least, right? That is tragic. And I bet they didn't have a problem getting it either did they oh no their doctor was like here take this this and this and this oh that didn't fix you right up that didn't work for you all right well try this one to counter effect those side effects it's not going to take your own brain power willpower or changing your thinking at all yeah i mean even you know our buddy davy wavy our canadian bud uh he even said that when he was on meds yeah he was on the hardcore uh there's like an antidepressant or whatever yeah. yeah and he's like yeah, you know, I felt good or whatever, but and but then I realized like this is just a false sense of security essentially. Right. And then he said getting off of the withdrawals, he's like, was rough, man. He's like, I felt like shit. You know, he he had a rough time, but you know, fortunately he was able to get out of that and break out of it. And and I've had some buddies too that took their medication to their doctor and set it on their desk and said, I'm not fucking taking this garbage anymore. You know what I'm gonna do? Smoke some fucking weed. 
<laughs> and the doctor's like, oh, okay. All right. And guess what? He, well, the one in particular that I know of, he, he's doing a lot better than he has, than he was before. You know what I mean? And it's weird. Like I said. It's weird. Not on the fucking VA medication, and he's just smoking some weed when he needs a little, uh, a little pick-me-up. And then he's, uh, he's a lot better now. So just, I don't know, take that for what it is, what it's worth. That's just, that's just an opinion. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) just an observation. E-Rock, you got, you got something else you want to bring up? No, I just want to, yeah, I, I want to talk about the conspiracy theories. I just Googled it and, uh. I just found an article from thenewscientist.com. It says... Oh, the new scientist. Yeah, trust the science. It says... Trust the motherfucking science. Conspiracy theories are the new pandemic infecting public life. These (laughs) damn people, dude. (laughs) Just like the... We're having a a pandemic of unvaccinated, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be a dark winter. (laughs) Yeah. So take it for what it is, you know. Yeah, that uh, trust the science and think for yourselves. Yeah, trust in yourself too. If you are, to an extent at least, you're not the all powerful, but there is not another brain in the world that can work for your benefit to the extent that your own can. And I'm not, I haven't mastered this, man. I'm not a guru. I'm not a. I'm just trying to go day to day, trying to, but. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. Dude, they don't have the answers, man. And you got to use your own brain. Yeah. They say prevention is the only hope. Prevention is the only hope. Well, that's what the World Economic Forum has in store. That is what the globalists have in store. Alex Jones was right. <laughs> There's an attack on the species by a guild of psychopaths, and they must be defeated. Probably can't say that, but whatever. I apologize. We have a family audience. That was wrong, and I won't do it again. And we might as well just kind of leave it there, gents. Yeah. Because, hey, think for yourselves. Yeah, please. Only you can save you. There's only you can prevent forest Communism. Fires. <laughs> and forest fires. So, so, so hey. Uh, the truth will set you free. Yeah, but first, it will piss you off. <laughs> it did for me. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you can't trust a bunch of people now. Yeah, my... Oh, great. My whole life's alive. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to try to figure out how to put one boot in front of the other now. But yeah, moving on. Maybe we need to have like a, a segment where we Google certain words and oh, yeah. talk about the current news. Yeah, uh, that would be a great segment. Yeah, well, work on that. Iraq, get something put well, together. And- yeah, like Finland government says foreign media spreads, spreading false claims. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. hey, all these. Stay tuned in, guys. Like, share, subscribe, follow, follow. Five star reviews at Iowa Talk Guys on Twitter at Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast on Instagram. Iowa Talk Guys podcast at protonmail.com. Yep. Or just look at our links in the description. If you want to be on the show, or you want to, you have anything to say. uh Either email the Proton email or send uh, me an email, tp at iowatalkguys.com. Once again, the website's up. It's not anything fantastic right now. We're still working on it, but you know what? We got it, okay? You can listen to the show on there. You can uh, go to our other links for 
the other broadcasting mm-hmm. apps that we that we uh, put our show on. And there's more coming down the pipeline on that website, so just stay tuned. Also, we have some more content, more interviews coming up and stuff. We have a little bit, it's kind of a first-time experience here of uh, like a slate of interviewers that we <laughs> yeah. were trying to schedule with right now, and it is so awesome, guys. Yeah, it's a cool problem to have for us. I mean, you guys are getting us there. Right. That's what you guys are Our doing. listeners, yeah. If I mean, it weren't for you guys. Yeah. We would just be three assholes sitting around drinking, <laughs> talking about stuff. Well, that's what we're doing. I mean, but that's we, what we just do, invested in some recording equipment. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys can hear these assholes. So we really appreciate it to all of our fans. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Yes. We have some more awesome content on the way. We got more collabs on the way. And always remember don't eat the yellow cake, don't eat the yellow snow, and don't. Drop cluster bombs. That's right. Yeah. I would talk guys out. 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 Hi. Good night, everybody.